verse 18, please. Okay. That by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. Wow. We have strong consolation. We have left for refuge. We have left all the coverings in the bloodline. Oh, my father, my mother will protect me. Oh, that boss will protect me. We have run from all of that to come under his covering. Because a human being, the devil can lie, but God cannot lie. So it is time for you and I to step into the immutability of God. If there's anything you can hang your life upon, is the fact that God has gone to great lengths to even legally establish your place in him through Abraham and through Messiah. Because my translation says that thus by the promise and by the oath, those are the two things, both of which are unchangeable, immutable, and in neither of which could God lie, we find courage to hold fast to the hope that is Jesus. To hold fast to the hope that has been promised by him in whom we have taken refuge. So he released the hope to us through Messiah so that we can be covered by the blood of Jesus. That's why we say, I cover you in the blood of Jesus. I cover myself in the blood of Jesus. We have refuge through Messiah. Amen. So by two immutable things, his promise and his oath to both man and God the Son. His promise to Abraham, his promise and oath to Abraham, his promise and oath to Jesus the Son, to have them receive their full rewards in you, the heir of promise. So Abraham is receiving his full reward as the father Abraham. I loved how Valerie sang last week, Father Abraham has many sons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Abraham is receiving his reward as you and I step into this blessing, Jesus Christ is receiving his reward as you and I find refuge in him, in hope, through hope. Verse 19, please. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both pure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. A hope that enters the presence of God behind the veil. So I want you to consider your soul now. You're a three-part being. You're a tri-being. Spirit, soul, body. Hope anchors to something. To what? To the soul. Thank you. It hooks onto the soul and anchors to what? Read it again. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Amen. You know that an anchor has to hook to something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why does it need to hook to something? A smart person should tell us why. (laughs) Thank you, Leticia. To keep the boat in place, awesome. Another smart person should add to it. Leticia said to keep it in place, to keep the boat in place, which is 100% correct. But I want more. Okay, this person said, 
will have this setting hope, like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God Himself. That's it! TPT has leaked it out. Oh my God. Okay. Tell us, Mata. <laughs> I'm reading from TPT. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was getting ready to paraphrase myself, Mata. Read it again, please. Okay. We have this certain hope, like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God Himself. Hello. That's it. What, what, what translation are you reading? TPT. Our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat in the heavenly realm yes. beyond the sacred threshold and where Jesus, our forerunner, has gone before, gone in before us. He is uh -huh. now and forever our royal priest like Melchizedek. That says it all. I don't know what more to say. So Leticia said that what an anchor does is it holds that boat in place. Mm -hmm. That anchor hooks to something that stays in place, right? Yes. For it to keep, for the anchor to keep the boat in place, that thing which it hooks upon, which of course is the ground, it has to go all the way to the ground. Mm -hmm. That ground must not be moving. If there's an yeah, earthquake, it's unmovable. Yeah. What happens if there's an earthquake and you have an anchor to the ground? What happens? Will that boat still be in place? No. Probably not. If there's an earthquake. Leticia, I know we have established that you're really smart, and now you're making fun of me. <laughs> One of Rebo's songs, The Anchor Holds, though the sheep is shattered, the anchor holds. So he's talking about this anchor we're talking about because... The sheep is shattered, the anchor still holds. Yes. That's what the song says. So yes. So you were asking if there's an earthquake. What's going to happen yeah. to the anchor, right? Yes. So I'm like, will it still hold? Yeah, will it, it still hold? Uh, it will still be in the ground, but... It will shake. If it's yeah. a rigorous tsunami... Well, Leticia says tsunami. <laughs> if it's a rigorous tsunami, that anchor won't hold. Yeah, because the ground definitely is going to vomit it up. Exactly. It breaks open with earthquakes, you know, that thing breaks open, everything is shaking, houses are tumbling over, everything is just chaos. So that anchor can't hold. It's about what it's fastened to. Right. Yes. Yes. That's why ours is fastened into the yes. holy of holies, into the temple mm -hmm. in heaven. Mm -hmm. in heaven yeah, but I want you to see to the mercy seat I want you to see the two ends of it one end is your is what? your soul, your soul. the yeah. other end is what? the mercy seat hmm. God. what are you fastened to? Hmm. to God himself exactly what scriptures does for you 
is for you to begin to step into the spirit and see this as your reality. Because we always say, oh, I have my hope in God and everything. No, what is shown in the spirit realm is a literal anchor in the spirit that you are fasting to the mercy seat. What other being is fastened to the mercy seat? Your soul is fastened to the mercy seat. These are not just pretty words, flowery words. This is not a poem. This is your reality. It says there that your high priest tore the veil to fasten you to that mercy seat. Because in the days of the priests, the Levites, Mm-hmm. Only the high priest would enter into the holy of holies. Holy it was Amen. just him. No one else had access. He would take the blood of animals and sprinkle it in the holy of holies. But this high priest is the only high priest that takes his own blood. Because only his own blood can give you access into the holy of holies. Into the mercy seat of God. Only his blood can anchor you to that mercy seat. Mm. So it pulls you. It keeps you solid. It keeps you unshaken. Unmovable. Because that mercy seat cannot undergo an earthquake or a tsunami. Mm. He is unchangeable. He is immutable. He is unmovable. Unshakable. There is no element in heaven or in earth that will change the being that sits on the throne. As sure as he is. As immovable as he is. So are you because he keeps you in the same place. In the same position. With the same authority as he is. That's powerful. So we have an anchor that hooks onto our soul as heirs of promise. We are upheld within by his anchor of hope to fulfillment. Jesus Christ takes his blood into that holy place. You read in Revelations, you're like, okay, I know about the earthly temple. I know how it looks like. Oh, could he be? Could he be? And you begin to wonder, how is it with the heavenly temple? If you read Revelations 11 verse 19, it says, Then the temple of God was opened in heaven. John is narrating his encounter with the temple of God. It was opened in heaven and the ark of his covenant, the ark of his covenant, the ark of his covenant. This is all about covenants that God makes that does not change. There was an earthly Ark of Covenant. There is a heavenly Ark of Covenant in heaven. Let me just read that whole verse. Then the temple of the Lord was opened in heaven, and the Ark of his Covenant was seen in his temple. And there were lightnings, noises, thunderings, an earthquake, and great hail. Hallelujah. Even that could not shake, could not shake the anchor. Every time God shows up, Or every time there's a reference to God, you see those things. Earthquakes, hails. You see the same thing in Revelations 4, 5. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. All of these activities are going on before this throne, yet he is unmovable. Your 
anchor is unshakable. None of these activities shake God. None of these activities shake you. There is nothing in heaven or on earth that will annul or shake the promise of God concerning your life. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far, but you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you, go for it, go grab your copy, please grab your copy, tell me about it, tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life, tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.